And I was thinking about how in Proverbs chapter 2, and probably the past couple of times you've heard me speak at church, you've noticed that I've been stuck on Proverbs chapter 2. And boys, gentlemen, can I encourage you today at a whole new level as a father, can you get into Proverbs 2? And I believe that that'll be a great blessing to not just you, but to your children, to your wife and your business and everything that you do in Jesus' name. And I know that God wants to touch you and wants to bless you today. And if you've never read Proverbs 2, not just for dads, but even for mummies and and children, please read that and I know it'll be a great blessing to you. We know that the wisdom, we know that wisdom comes from God and is made clear by the person. Someone say the person. The person of the Holy Spirit who lives inside of you when you give your life to Christ. When you said yes to Jesus after a service, maybe it was an altar call or maybe you even Googled how do you get saved, that when you said, Jesus Christ, come into my life, forgive me of my sins, the Holy Spirit came and took residence in your life. He came into your heart. And his job, his job is to help us grow closer to God and outlive the life that God has for each and every one of us. In that, we know that the Holy Spirit gives us wisdom by speaking into our hearts. But have you ever considered that when you read the Bible, that, when, that you can have a moment and you can have a glimpse of how God thinks and how He feels about certain things and certain situations? In a modern day and age, we need now more than ever, we need the wisdom of God. Come on, can I hear an Amen. AI is not going to do it. We need the wisdom of Almighty God that comes to us through the person of the Holy Spirit who speaks into our hearts. There are many benefits as we have been going through the past while, found in Proverbs 2. And by the way, just before I continue, if you ever missed previous messages in church, you can always go to our YouTube channel and check them out. But if it's ever stood out to you, but what's stood out to me Not only do we get to discover the love of God as we get into His Word and spend time with Him, but we also get to discover boundaries that He's made available to us, His thoughts that give us a glimpse of not only how He thinks, but how He would navigate a certain situation and how we should be looking at that also. The reason why this is so is because God has given us the ability to have a free choice. God designed you and I with a mind. Someone say mind. God designed you with a mind and not only did he give you a mind, he also gave you the options to choose and with that choice that you make will determine what comes into your life because God wants to do things. So let's never underestimate the power of choice that God has given you. In fact, I want to tell you this, God is not intimidated by the way you think. Come on now. We all know some people, you know, when, when you question somebody, when you question someone, you know, it's like they get intimidated. Well, that's not the way God works. You can come to God and you can speak with the Holy Spirit. And by the way, the Holy Spirit is a person. Now you can speak with the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, can I just have ask you a question? How do you think, how do you feel about a certain situation? And when you give your life to Christ, you start off by having conversation with the Holy Spirit. Can I, can I just say, every time, when you move forward in God, the conversation will change. Come on, someone say change. So now the question is, 
How do we activate the protective power of wisdom in our lives? And today's message is called the protective power of wisdom. Who knows that the Lord wants to protect you? He does want to protect you. Not only does He do that by doing physically, but He does that by by speaking into our hearts. And as we continue to build a relationship with God and we listen to the person of the Holy Spirit, we get to discover how God thinks and feels about certain things and situations. So how do we activate the protective power of wisdom in our lives? Well, the first thing we need to do is we need to let the Holy Spirit into all areas of our lives. Someone say all areas. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 10. Let's have a quick look. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion, someone say discretion. Hey, discretion will preserve you. Understanding will what? Keep you to deliver you from the way of evil. So God gave us the ability to discern. The discern between what is right and what is wrong. This is something that God has put into each and every one of our hearts. But as we grow in our relationship with God, that develops. Come on, someone say develops. And not only do we get to hear the voice of God, but we get to feel the voice of God. There is one thing for me to hear the voice of God, but it's another when I've built that relationship with Him to feel what He's feeling about a certain situation and about a certain circumstance. So then our relationship with God and the Holy Spirit goes from surface level questioning to deep level feeling. There needs to be a deeper feeling of how the Holy Spirit feels about a certain thing. And that only comes by spending time in the Word of God and in the presence of God. And that will also include this. When we're spending time in the presence of God, it needs to be something like, speak, Lord, your servant is... Ah, that's, that's a key. We need to listen to the Holy Spirit. You know, Solomon in verse 10 is saying, when wisdom enters your heart, there is... What's he saying? There is a lot of things that can enter our hearts. We need to be good stewards. Someone say stewards. Hey, you need to be, you need a steward, not just your belongings, not just your family, not just your finance, but you need to be a steward of what things are coming to your heart. There are certain things that, come, that, have the, that can come into our hearts that are not conducive for relationship with Christ. That do not help you move forward, do not help you hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, but rather are certain things that we need to put block ups to to stop entering into our hearts because when we allow things that do not line up with the Word of God and the voice of the Holy Spirit, there's a tension and there is a breaking away. And so can I encourage us today, maybe, just maybe, you need to stay, take stock, take of what you allow into your hearts. Because what you allow into your heart will determine your altitude with your relationship with him in Jesus' name. So Solomon is saying, when wisdom enters, what's he saying? Meaning when a word from the Holy Spirit comes into this place, which is your heart, begins to be involved in, where wisdom comes into your hearts, this is where something begins to happen in your life. Wisdom is not just a nice you know, piece of advice, but it's more than that. But it's a, it's a wisdom is a word that transforms your heart. 
That's why the Apostle Paul would say, do not conform to this world, but be transformed. And how do you transform? You do that by the renewing of your mind. And so, how, and when the transformation comes, it comes because we have heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. Today, are you hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit? How, is, how, how does that work for you? Maybe you're in a place today where may, maybe you, you've given your life to Christ recently and you're going on that journey. Or maybe you're a vet in the faith and you need to spend more time with the Holy Spirit to get to know Him more than just by what He says, but also by how He feels. When I walk into the house, I know if my wife's had a bad day at work. There's silence in the room when I just said that. Because maybe in your home, you know what it's like when you've come home from work and the kids have been, I'll say screwing up the house, messing up the house and your wife's at a wit's end. You don't have to ask her the question. You know how she feels about it. So it is. Now, I'm not saying the Holy Spirit's cranky. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that you need, we need to take it, our relationship to that next level where it's not just about vocals, but it's about feeling what the Holy Spirit is trying to say. Transformation takes place. Why? Because the Word of God has the power to create. So when you allow and make a conscious decision to let wisdom into your heart, by you what you're saying is you're saying, Holy Spirit, I want you to be involved in every part of my life. Not just the nice parts. Not just the parts that I think are God-appropriate. But, but Holy Spirit, I want you to be involved in every part of my life. And that includes the nasty parts of my life, the parts of my life that I'm not happy with, that I'm disappointed in, the parts of my life that I do not want other people to see because if they really saw the real me, maybe they might not like me. But the Holy Spirit, listen carefully, the Holy Spirit loves you exactly the way you are. And that's not a cliche for church. That is legit the real thing. The whole, there is nothing that you could do or not do to stop the Holy Spirit from loving you. So when you get to that place, when you understand that the Holy Spirit loves you, it doesn't matter how nasty your stuff is, it'll give you that freedom to say, Holy Spirit, come into my life and just come and take over. Come and see those parts of my life that I'm not pleased with, that are, that are offensive and potentially are not word appropriate. Think about when someone comes into your home. You know, when someone comes to your home, you invite them over. Our home could be a representation of our heart. Think about this. So when someone comes over, what do you do? You, they, they, they ring the doorbell or they knock on the door and what happens? You open the door in, and then you open the door to maybe a corridor. Maybe your house is a corridor when you open the door. And the corridor, what's in the corridor? The corridor has photos on the wall. And because you are saved and you love Jesus, you have maybe scriptures on the wall. And maybe if, you, if, you're, if your house is anything like ours, we do not have direct sunlight in the corridor, so we have fake olive tree plants. So it looks like it's serenity. But, but the, thing about, and, and the thing about that is a corridor... The thing about the corridor is the corridor is an entry point into relationship. When you gave your life to Christ, you opened the front door of your heart and you allowed the Holy Spirit to come in. 
And so for some of us today, some of our relationship with the Holy Spirit is just that. You've said yes to Christ. You're start, you, maybe you're starting to you know, work your way through that relationship with God. And maybe you've let the Holy Spirit into the corridor. But who knows that that's not the, the place where the Holy Spirit wants to end up. He doesn't want to be in some parts of your life. He wants to be in all parts of your life. But as you allow that person to enter different parts of your home, this signifies different level of relationship. I mean, think about it. You think about the kitchen. The kitchen and the main living areas, these are the areas that signify good times in our life. But what happens when you go past the laundry? Oh, come on, talk to me for a second. If your house is anything like ours, we have young children and it's interesting, let me tell you. The whole house, hey, is your house anything like ours? It's all immaculate. And then you see the laundry. And you know what's funny? In our place, I don't know about yours, you have to go past the laundry before you get to the kitchen. So you get to see all the nasty stuff. And I know you've all been there. Hey, welcome to our home. It's good to see you. And whoosh, close the door. Good to see you. Welcome. Why do we do that? We do that because we do not want people to see the nasty stuff in our lives. We don't want people to see the dirty laundry. Come on now. This is... Maybe the laundry could represent the places of our lives that we do not like, areas that we do not want to show. In fact, when people come over, we shut the door. Some of the dirty laundry could be unforgiveness, family issues, financial challenges. That's one part. But then there's another part of the home. And I'm not going to be crude, I'm not going to be rude, but I'm just going to just say it. And that is the bedroom. And the thing about the bedroom is that the bedroom signifies a deeper level of relationship. In fact, it signifies intimacy. And for some of us in the house today, you've allowed the Holy Spirit to come into the living areas of your life, the good times, maybe the average times. You've allowed the Holy Spirit to come into the laundry to see the dirty laundry. You've not shut the door in the Holy Spirit. But maybe for some of us, you need to go on the journey where you get into that place of intimacy with the Holy Spirit. That it's not just surface level and questioning, but rather it's a place where the Holy Spirit gets to see everything about you that maybe you do not want others to see. And today I want to tell you, the Holy Spirit wants to not just come to your living room and your laundry, He wants to go to the bedroom. And He wants to have intimacy with you so that He can show you and teach you things that, you, that He wants you to know. No matter how far you've gone in your journey of allowing the the wisdom of the Holy Spirit coming to your heart. Can I encourage you, take your relationship with the Holy Spirit further. Allow the Holy Spirit to come into those areas of your life and bring healing and blessing and, and breakthrough. When wisdom enters your heart, and that's why in Proverbs 2, when wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is what? It's pleasant to your soul. To be pleasant is to be pleasing. To be agreeable, enjoyable, giving good pleasure. The reason why this is, is because we are designed in the image of God. So when we allow wisdom into our hearts and knowledge comes in, what is it? It is beautiful. That is why you can, you can hear something of some, what someone says and it's like, that doesn't sit right with me. Oh, who knows what I'm talking about there? The reason why it doesn't sit right with you is because it is not pleasing Maybe it is not right. It doesn't line up with the Word of God. And can I encourage us? We've got to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. If it's not pleasing, it's probably something up. 
I'm just going to call it today. Let's not over-spiritualize it. If, if it doesn't sit right, it's probably not right. There needs to be a peace in our heart when we have the Holy Spirit. For some of us today, you need to have a green light from the Holy Spirit. You'll always know peace in your heart because wisdom always is pleasant and lines up with the Word of God. So the next thing we need to do, if we want to activate the protective power of wisdom in our lives, we need to get to know how the Holy Spirit thinks. How do we know that? Proverbs 2.11, discretion will preserve you, understanding will keep you. As you walk more with Christ and develop that relationship with God, you get to know God more than just know him just in the scripture, but you get to know how he thinks and how he feels about certain circumstances or certain situations. What he approves, what he disapproves. We get to know the way he thinks. Now, we've got to hear this carefully. You get to know how God thinks, number one, through his word, and number two, by spending time and hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit. That's why the Apostle Paul could say this. Faith comes by what? Oh, hang on, hold it. Hearing. So when you're spending time with the Holy Spirit, what are you actually doing? You're not just coming to the Holy Spirit like a, like a shopping list on a checklist that your husband has sent you out to go shopping with or your wife. You're, you're spending time with the Holy Spirit. You're honouring His time and you are listening. It's the whole speak, Lord, your servant is faith comes by hearing and what? Hearing by the word of? Oh, not the word of Google. Oh, come on now. Hear me out. Not by the word of Google, by the word of God. Not by the word of your best friend. Not by the word of popular opinion or societal concerns. No, by the word of God. God's word is the final authority on the matter. It is not negotiable. You know, there are some things that I used to ask Diane when we first got married. And I've been married for six years now. And when we first got married... You know, I used to ask really dumb questions. Like she'd send me to, to Coles to go shopping for some groceries and Connoisseur ice cream was on special for $6 a litre. Now, if you know anything about my wife, she loves the ice cream. And what's really annoying is she keeps a trim figure even though she hammers the ice cream. Really annoying. But you know what? I used to ask her questions like, do I need to buy ice cream? Dumb question. If I see it on special, I don't need permission. I know how she feels about ice cream. I know that she will make room in the freezer, just buy it. You know what? We need to get to know the Holy Spirit to that point where in a certain situation comes up, it's no longer a question. Holy Spirit, what do you think about it? It's no, no, no. Holy Spirit, our relationship with you is, is good and it's strong to the point where I don't have to ask questions. I know how you feel about it. Come on now, we've got to take it from a, from, a, from a deeper level, from just surface questioning to deep understanding. There is a big difference from questioning to understanding. In fact, that is why, that is why when, it's, when it says discretion will preserve you, what's it saying? This is the result of what we have learned about the Holy Spirit. 
now because we are learning that learning and knowledge that I've just screwed myself up. Let me say that again. So when you understand how the Holy Spirit thinks, that puts you in a place of protection. Hear me out. Some of us today, you are putting yourselves in harm's way because you have not spent time with the Holy Spirit to see how he feels about a certain thing. So when, when, when we understand who God is, that puts us in a place of protection where we've moved from not just asking questions to him, but rather because of our knowledge of who he is and how he feels that decision is already made. Our relationship with the Holy Spirit needs to go deeper. Come on, hear me out today. It needs to go deeper. Oh, there's, there's questions that just don't need to be asked anymore. Now, am I saying, oh, you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, you're not asking me anything? No. There are certain circumstances that you will just know. And the beautiful thing about relationship, it's backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, and you get to learn and you get to understand and feel how the other person thinks. So with that in mind, what's happening here? Verse 10, wisdom enters your heart. The voice of the Holy Spirit, we learn. The next thing is discretion will preserve you and what? Understanding will keep you. Why? We have understood because we know and how the Holy Spirit thinks. But then what happens after that? We've gone from surface level questions to deep level relationship. And then what is the end result? Divine protection. Pastor James, I want to have divine protection. You know what? You want to have divine protection? Hear me out today. Get deeper with the Holy Spirit. Come on. Get to know how He thinks. Get to know how He feels. Get to understand Holy Spirit. Is that how you really feel about that? You know what? And Holy Spirit, if you say that, I will not do it. But if you give me the green light and you... and it, and it, It's not about feelings. No, I'm not talking about feelings. I'm talking about deep level understanding of how He thinks. Verse 12 of Proverbs 2, to deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks perverse things. You know, you will know what evil looks like, smells like, is like. It'll be more obvious to you when you know the goodness of God. Evil and things that do not line up with the Word of God become more obvious and clearer when you understand the goodness of God is like. But the question is, how do you know the goodness of God? You know it by intimate relationship. It's no longer corridor relationship. It's now intimate relationship. Can I encourage you, wherever you are in your relationship with God and the voice of the Holy Spirit, can I encourage you to go deeper? with the Holy Spirit. Come on now. Um, Can I encourage you to go deeper online? Go deeper in the room, go deeper. Where it's more than just questioning, but deep level understanding of how He thinks. Fathers, if you want to parent your children better, get a deep level relationship with the Holy Spirit. 
Mummies, if you want to parent your children better, get a deep level relationship with the Holy Spirit. People in the workplace, you want to know how to do better in the workplace? Get a deep level relationship with the Holy Spirit. And when you do, the questions become rhetorical. You don't have to ask, you know. Go from just asking to knowing. You do that by deep relationship with God.